Welcome to Naperville Notables, a conversation with people making an impact in our community. Joining me now is Bill Liu. Bill, welcome. You and I have known one another for 10 years or so. You are a leader in our community, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes to stop by and, and chat with me and share a little bit about what makes you you. So tell me a little bit. I've always been curious, how did you first come to the U.S., and what made you want to come here? Well, what made me want to come to the U.S. is because I have to be very frankly, I was seduced by American culture. <laughs> uh, and you never know that how, you know, seductive or toxic American culture is to the uh, outside the world. True. So uh, I grew up and, uh, you know, listened to American um, pop music, watching American movies. So and I know where did you grow up? I grew up in Taiwan. Okay. And then certainly, you know, the American movies and uh, American music is always my, uh, is always my favorite. <laughs> so certainly when I finished college, uh, and at that time it was certainly uh, graduate school is certainly my goal. And I remember very clearly, and I took the, at that time we only have a 10 spot. Uh, I, I majored in environmental engineering, and then only 10 spot for graduate school for the master's program. And I placed number 12. Uh, so at that time, they did not have a uh, they did not have a waiting list uh, for National Taiwan University. So I know that I placed 12, and then this uh, actually two people no show. So if if they do have waiting list, I would have on, and I probably stay in Taiwan for graduate school. I've never came here, uh, but then it it was not meant to be. I did not get in, and then so at that time. University of Oklahoma gave me full scholarship and uh, for my master's degree, so I, I gladly uh, came to U.S. So y your first um, arrival into the U.S. was in Oklahoma? Uh, correct. <laughs> I went to uh, Oklahoma City, then of course went to uh, Norman, Oklahoma, and I stayed there for two years. Wow. So, so how old were you then? About 23? I was 23, yes. And, and what, did, what did your parents think about this? Well. My parents, I think, deep down, they really, um, they did not think that is that I will leave uh, and then never go back. And that they think that I probably came here for graduate school and I will go home after my study. Uh, but like I said, that I feel like I have been so, uh, initially I was so seduced by American <laughs> pop culture and then, and after I came to U.S. for graduate school, I think I was uh, seduced or fascinated by American uh, value system. Okay. So I decided to stay. You know, uh, you know, I found a job and I stayed uh, after I graduated school, and, and then I make here home. Wow. So was was the U.S. when you first arrived and in those first two years, did it did it live up to the hype? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did we live up to it? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you know, it's definitely. Uh, uh, the, I, I was so fascinated by by it, uh, by everything. Did you speak any English when you came? I did speak some some English, and I remember now. And I, when I when you in the eighties, uh, you know, that time we don't uh, we don't have internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, at that time, don't have internet, and we, when I watch, you know, maybe uh, one movies a month, uh, some with the TV program, always with the subtitle. Okay. And I never really, uh, at that time, I never spoke to any American or any any person in English in my life. 
Wow. So suddenly uh, it was a big shock. And then, of course, I did very well in the um, written test mm -hmm. for me to get my scholarship. But then I never had any real conversation in English with anyone until I came to the U.S. So that, was, that came as a big shock. <laughs> I bet. A little scary, I would imagine. Oh, very scary. I, I mean, I, you know, I, the, the, I went to any place like nobody understood me at that time, literally for like, you know, for a couple of months and just mm -hmm. like everybody was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it, it's actually quite a shock to the system when I first arrived. But you made it. Well, you know, thank God. And <laughs> then I think that the people had been, um, you know, all the people around me have been extremely friendly and helpful, and then, you know, just uh, make the transition and make the learning English part uh, much easier. So when, so you, you graduated um, from Oklahoma and, and, and came to Naperville, or what was the next step? How did you? I went to U of I. Okay. You know, I got the, you know, the five years, uh, I got my five years research assistantship at U of I, I got my PhD. Uh, and after that, I found a job, um, you know, in the Chicagoland area. Then, of course, I moved up. You know, you, when you when you went to U of I, of course, that your destination, uh, mm -hmm. you know, your goal is always go to the Chicagoland area. You know, so suddenly, you know, I uh, I decided to come to Chicago and I loved this area, and so I stayed. And and along the way, you met your wife. Uh, actually, yeah, yes, uh, my sister-in-law and I went to UFI together. So okay. when my sister-in-law went to Cornell for her PhD, I visited, uh, I visited Cornell, I visited Ithaca in 1994, uh, and then I met my wife at Cornell. You know, she was babysitting for her sister at that time. So that's, that's what happens. That's sweet. That's sweet. The, all comes full circle. So when you got to the Chicagoland area, did you live in Chicago first, or did you uh, um, come to Naperville and, and get seduced by Naperville? Um, I <laughs> believe I lived in Stagger for one year. Okay. Uh, then at that time I worked for waste management, and I think they moved to Geneva. Then and so I lived in Elgin. Uh, for temporarily for one year, then I moved to uh, Batavia for, I lived in Batavia for 15 years before I okay. settled in Naperville. Right, and you found yourself here in Naperville, and I, I think my guess is it followed you throughout most of your that you have found yourself to be a little bit of a liaison between the Asian culture and wherever you happen to be. Now it's Naperville, uh, or when you're in a business and that. What, what makes you want to be that liaison between the two cultures? You do a very good job of it. Oh, you thank make you. You make very, you very easy, but, but you have a natural knack for that. Well, thank you. That is actually, I, I did not specifically doing that. I think the, the, what it, it all happened when I was talking to uh, Mayor Prado. Uh, at that time, Mayor Prado, uh, Mayor Prado has been just so phenomenal. And then, the, so he asked me, say that, you know, how can we um, make a Naperville more uh, welcoming to welcoming to the Asian community? So at that time, my suggestion to Mayor Prado was that, why don't you put on a Chinese website? So Naperville, actually, I, uh, with the help with several uh, Chinese friends, and we actually put up the first non-Google translated Chinese website for the city of Naperville. And I believe that we are the, definitely the first for Illinois. I'm not quite sure it's the first for the uh, entire United States, the first municipality. 
to have a non-Google Translate Chinese website. We specify that and we make the uh, Baidu searchable so the other Chinese uh, search engine can find Naperville uh, that. Uh, so that's how it all happened. Uh, and then another story, and this is the first time I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> you know, see, so show you on the Naperville. At that time, when when the, I did that right before before the mayor Prado uh, ran his last campaign, and then I actually did not. Uh, I actually was helping his opponent <laughs> run his mayor mayoral <laughs> campaign. I did not. Well, I did not run, you know, yeah, I did right. not uh, run something against yes. Mayor Prado, but I was actually helping his <laughs> opponent running uh, his mayoral campaign. Um, but after Mayor Prado won his last term, uh, and then the Mayor Prado still appointed me to be the uh, coordinator liaison or the Chinese ambassador for the Naperville's Chinese community. So, and then, so for that, like I say that, you know, I was, uh, I just say a lot about Mayor Prado that mm -hmm. he did not really um, uh, remember that I did not really came, I really, you know, yeah, Or if on. he did, I mean, I think, I think he respects, I think uh, Mayor Prado respected the process of an election and, and, and his opponent, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, he, he may not, he may have known or he may not have, but he had always had respect for his opponent, so I think that probably just followed right on through to you. So he, uh, he appointed me, and then, so he said that, you know, hey, I want to appoint a person to that, and then it all happened, and, I, and at that time I thought it was just very natural, uh, and then it happens, and I'm, I gladly, uh, you know, accept it, and uh, that was about uh, six. Uh, that's that's all, you know, almost about uh, seven or eight years ago. Wow. Now, I think even even before you were doing that, you, that you were working with the Jiling group yes. and, and presenting. I first met you and, and found out about you through the Lantern Festival, which is just beautiful. Beautiful. It's my favorite event. I look forward to it every year. Thank you. Um, I, and I, I'm just blown away by it. But tell me a little bit about that festival and tell me a little bit about the organization. What's the whole goal of, of Xilin? Well, well Xilin is um, uh, the, I would say, largest Asian communities, uh, largest Asian community service center uh, outside of um, uh, largest in Illinois, outside of Chicago. Right, and you just opened a new facility in Naperville, right? Yes, uh, correct. So what happened is that we uh, we are Asian Service Center. We have four locations in Chinatown, Pilsen, uh, Arlington Heights, and in Naperville. We have been in Naperville for the past uh, 15 years, and we just moved to the uh, much. Uh, we just moved, um, you know, two doors down to a much larger facility. Uh, and we mostly focus on the uh, adult daycare, uh, children after school, and uh, some, some art program. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. What do you think, yeah, as with Naperville, the Asian community is making up close to 14% of, of Naperville. So when you, when you first arrived 15 years ago to now, how, how do you feel that the, the two communities, the two cultures have come together? Have you seen big improvement? Oh, absolutely. I think the interesting thing, one thing I did not mention when I was uh, 
uh, graduate student at, at, at UFI, and I remember that each year, each summer, uh, the Midwest uh, student will have a um, Chinese culture, I forgot a Chinese culture camp, uh, and that, forgot which year that was, either 86 or 87, that was done in uh, Atlanta. Uh, UFI was actually hosting it. So the Chinese community from all over the Midwest uh, have all kind of event performance. And then the largest groups that actually come from Naperville. Uh, at that time, Naperville uh, was a little bit different. Naperville have a huge uh, Chinese choir. At that time, most of the Naperville, uh, Naperville has, at that time, has uh, Amico Research Center. Amico, and Re Naperville at that time has AT&T Bell Lab. Mm -hmm. uh, Naperville has Nelco Chemical at that time. So Naperville, around 88, that was almost kind of like a mega for the high-tech uh, engineering sci scientists. So at that time, I know of Naperville, so I, you know, at that time, I just, you know, saw the choir, Naperville Chinese choir. Uh, they have a couple of very famous singer, and at that time, all live in Naperville, so that's why the first time I heard of Naperville. Hmm. Uh, and then that time is, uh, and then of course, when I, then right now, Naperville Sydney has changed, and I think that, uh, the first of all, all the big employees had, you know, both right. big employers has already moved out. So right nowadays, a lot of in, in Naperville residents, the Chinese residents, actually live and uh, work in Chicago and uh, commute, you know, and back and forth. And then I think the population definitely is uh, population definitely has grown, uh, and then the population is larger, and then the. Chinese culture, meaning that bring a lot of their parents here. So I would think that the population has grown bigger, and then certainly there are a lot, lot more elder population of the Chinese population in Naperville nowadays. What is the one thing that we might not know about the Asian community here in, in Naperville? The one thing that might um, give us some more thought or something we need to know when we're thinking about the Asian community here in Naperville? <laughs> well, that's interesting. I, I did not know anything that is so special about us. And I think that is, uh, um, I, I would say that Asian community are definitely uh, very low key. Uh, and then the uh, Asian community, just like all the other community, really care about family, care about school. Uh, care about their elderly, you know. So I don't see anything that's uh, uh, quite different, you know, from the, what we know about the most, uh, you know, populations, uh, uh, other populations. I can I cannot think of it at least. Right no, now. and I, I think that's wonderful because I, I do think when it comes down to it, we all value school, family, take care of our parents, and, and want to be, you know, live our best life. But I also think the one gem, and I mentioned it before, that everybody needs to think about about the Asian community is your Lantern Festival that happens at the end of April. Because well, well, that just, I think, opens up a whole world of the Asian arts that I never knew about until I went. And my mind was just blown. So, well, thank so you. awesome job. So, Bill, any last thoughts before we, we close up our, our little visit and conversation here? Uh, no, not really. And okay. I, I just say that I feel like, you know, the, um, our community has, you know, 
you know, I feel like the welcome here, and I just feel like you know the uh, community has been, uh, uh, you know, the you know the Chinese community have lived here very you know harmoniously mm -hmm. uh, with, with all. Uh, and I think that it uh, seems to me, at least, I feel like you know the um, uh, the community seems to be uh, eager to get more involved. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's very, with a little bit culture difficulty, with a little culture differences, a little bit language difficulty. So it's not that easy for lots of uh, uh, Chinese community members to get into the uh, how do you say that to incorporate into the. Uh, or the fabric of Naperville just as easy. But then at least uh, I feel like most people have tried, and then you know the majority of the people have have you know have welcomed the uh, Chinese community's uh, involvement with open arm. So I think that is good, and so I feel like you know it's definitely moving in a very right uh, direction. Uh, so I'm pleased to see that. Me too. Well, and I think you're a wonderful ambassador for your community, and you're, you're just a terrific citizen for Naperville, so I appreciate that. And, and I'm glad that we had a few minutes to chat and find out a little bit about how you found, got here and everything that you do for our community. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Not at all. We'll be right back with more Naperville Notables. Stay tuned. Naperville this spring with over a hundred shops from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques plus over 50 restaurants and health and beauty options too. Downtown Naperville is the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs and don't forget about downtown Naperville gift cards. They make a perfect gift for every occasion. Come shop, dine, stay and have fun in downtown Naperville. Welcome to Naperville Notables, I'm Liz Spencer. We're having a conversation today with people making an impact in our community. Joining me now is Krishna Banzel. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit better. You're making such an impact on our community. Glad to be here, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Tell me a little bit about how you, how you came to immigrate to America. What brought you here? Well, I, I, I was born and uh, I, I was raised in a small town in India. After I graduated, I went to a, a metropolitan in New Delhi to mm -hmm. start, I worked there. There was never a plan to come to America. Well, there was, I always had plans to come to America to visit. Right, not but, to stay. But uh, I never thought about coming and living here. But I got an opportunity to come and work. I thought, well, let me go there. I'll be there for a few years, come back, and uh, run my own business there. But then as I got in here, just the next uh, three or four years after I got in here, I got an opportunity to start my own business. And that I just continued working with it, and here I am, and uh, I love to be here. This is the, this is my home now. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Did you start in the Chicago area when you first got here, or did you start in the East Coast? No, I actually started on the West and slowly moved okay. towards the Midwest. Okay. And I've never lived in the on the East Coast. Okay. I started uh, when I, I got in. Uh, 
uh, Los Angeles, LA. Uh, was there for a little bit and then stayed in Denver for a long time. I, myself and my wife, uh, Meghna, we stayed there for almost uh, six years, I think so. We had great time, fun time. Then we had kids after that there. Mm -hmm. And we thought of we need to find a place where we can settle down, we can raise our family, and we looked around. And, uh, what, and, and I was traveling a lot too from east and west. Mm -hmm. We thought it'll be great to be in the Chicago area. And then when, once we started looking at it, we found Naperville to be the best place to raise our kids and um, uh, get them the best education. And this is how we landed up in Naperville. That's wonderful. And you had the flexibility with your, your own company to move it any place you wanted. Because mm -hmm. you your own company is focused a little bit on, in a technology background, correct? That is correct. Yeah, we started in 2000. I started the company in 2002. And we moved here in 2004. So that was just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, this has been a great place. 2004, did you say? Yes. Uh, um, was the community, the Indian community, as as robust or maybe as as well organized as it is now, or was that something that you were coming in to help? Well, I don't start know. whether or not you were planning <laughs> on it or not, but it's something that came with. I you. never planned for it again. Same yeah. thing. But I, I was here. I was a part of the community. It took me a few years to understand, settle down with mm -hmm. everything, and then I realized that we have a, a very robust Indian American community, but. Most of the uh, most of the Indian American community people living in Naperville area, they're first generation immigrants. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing wrong about it. That they are brilliant. They are highly educated. They're running businesses. They are professionals, doctors, doing many many things. But issue is they uh, th th there is a gap that we found, or there was a gap, and still there's some gap that uh, in, in between the understanding of the social and civic system of America. Right. So they were working within in their own silos. How do we really connect them to the civic system? That was a big gap. So that's why we saw that uh, a gap in uh, volunteering with city organizations, school organizations, and everything. So I got an opportunity. I thought, let me try to do something. And uh, I, I signed up to run for school board elections in two, District 204. That's where I live. Um, I ran for that election. And after that, I realized, you know what? Much more needs to be done. And I started uh, working. I mean, and. and in a big way. Mm -hmm. We organized uh, a big team. Uh, we worked with the cities and, and definitely we have seen a huge impact since then uh, where we started and where we are today. I would agree. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's, a, there's still a gap, but I feel like that gap is, has mm -hmm. many bridges across it mm -hmm. and has is, is gotten smaller um, because of everybody's outreach and, and, and also a desire to know more about one another. Right. And, yeah, and that's what really we wanted to build. We wanted to build a knowledge base and, and uh, understanding from both sides to come together. Because there are not much differences. Uh, people like, I mean, it's not that culturally it's too much different. Mm -hmm. It's just like bringing them together. Mm -hmm. Right, well, I'm happy to hear you say that because I, I don't feel that culturally, mm -hmm. I think everybody has the same desire to, mm -hmm. to raise a family mm -hmm. in a safe place, have them well-educated, mm -hmm. and, and to have good neighbors. I don't right. think that is one culture or another, that's just... Exactly. I mean, it's just raising a good family, raising, I mean, uh, uh, having good time. Mm -hmm. and that's what the desire is, uh, be successful. Right, so you've got a group called Indian Community Outreach. Right. Tell me a little bit about that. So let me tell you the history about how it started. Yes. So uh, uh, I told you a little bit about why I ran for the school board election. Right. I came out and I lost that election by a very small margin, very right. tiny margin of 100 votes or whatever okay. it was. Okay. When a local election, that's a lot. Right, and, yeah. and I told you that that was the first time I was in your yeah. studio. <laughs> yeah. But I came out of it and I 
really realized after that the gap is people don't understand the importance of local government mm -hmm. people don't know that how important it is to vote during the local elections serve on the local boards and commissions and also be part, uh, participate with the schools uh, and it's not their fault the reason is especially the first generation immigrants sure, i'm absolutely. talking about because the system india being the india is also a democracy but system is a little bit different their things are run by bureaucrats all uh, nominated or not nominated all employed people right. versus here people give their time and they give the, the resources to run uh, and make a make a local system more efficient so that was the gap we saw that gap we needed to educate we understood that we need to educate people to start participating and with that, I went to the mayor at that time, Mayor Pradel, and also uh, approached uh, Mayor Weisner in Aurora to see how, what can we do. We thought about this idea of starting a community outreach program. Both mayors agreed, and both mayors implemented it. They did it in a different way. Aurora did a uh, city board. But Mayor Pradel said, you know what, let's start a program. Uh, he made me the lead of that. Uh, he said, you be the ambassador to the community, you be the lead, and build a nonprofit organization that can do all that. So we started with that thought in 2000, I believe 2013, uh, Indian Community Outreach. Uh, Mayor uh, announced this program right at the India's Independence Day on August 15th at the City Hall that we are doing this, and it was formalized by the City Council after that. Since then, uh, we have been working with our motto of educate, integrate, and empower uh, the communities, and we have been very successful. That's how this thing started. That's wonderful. Mm. I, I, re I remember when mm. the mayor announced his, his, mm -hmm. his ambassadors, and I thought, forward thinking, mm -hmm. very forward thinking. Um, and from there, mm. you also, when did the India Day Parade start? You also thought mm. of mm -hmm. that would be a great way to show some of the pageantry and the beauty of, of India. Right, and it, uh, how do we showcase, how do we really, an, an India Day Parade and the celebration, what we do every year, this will be our fifth year, the whole idea was to showcase, to bring in, this is what the culture is, so people can come, enjoy, and like, and be part of it. Mm -hmm. So they don't think this is something else. Right. Uh, and this was, again, inspired by Mayor Pradel. Again, I give the credit to Mayor Pradel. He's like, Krishna, why don't you do a parade? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Mayor, we, we should do a parade. We, we love a parade here. Oh, yeah, he, he, he was uh, very much behind. I mean, I really loved him. And by the way, Mayor Chiroko was also, uh, at that time, he was a councilman. He mm -hmm. was one of the persons. Uh, who went with me to Mayor Pradel uh, when we uh, took the concept or thought about the Indian community outreach to him. So he was very well instrumental and he continued with that. So uh, in 2015, uh, we started, a, we did the first parade. Uh, that was at a smaller level. Uh, it was just a parade and a small program. We saw that was immensely successful. Was it was you were just jammed that first year. You just mm -hmm. overflowed everywhere. And then we decided we need to do it a little bigger. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, we moved our venue to uh, the Knock Park parade, starting at the Naperville Central High School, uh, going up to the Knock Park, and with a big celebration at the Knock Park. Uh, it has really, I mean, uh, built a lot of goodwill within people. I think the Indian American population, what you saw prior to 2013 and where we stand, they are very, very much involved with the culture and the fabric of Naperville and vice versa mm -hmm. because I mean, communities have come closer. So we really think we have succeeded in our goal and our mission uh, to an extent. 
uh, of, of uh, bringing communities together. Uh, that was the main um, goal for Indian community outreach. No, I, I think you've done a terrific mm. job, and I, I do think that the mm. cultures have come together. And I think it's it's smart because if we look, and you arrived in 2002, and we're in 2019. We're you're about mm. ready, to, and your children have grown up. Yes, and so mm -hmm. soon. Being the first generation here, you're going to be. There's going to be a second generation. Yes, and, definitely. Yeah, my daughter is. Uh, she just graduated out of Obonzi Valley High School, going to awesome. college this year. Right. So, mm -hmm. so you have set in motion mm -hmm. something that that next generation can carry. That must mm -hmm. give you a lot of pride. Oh yes, definitely. They they feel we have the the second generations. They really have started getting into the system, they have started understanding, liking about what their roots are mm -hmm. while really working with the American system. So they bring best of both the worlds. They do, mm -hmm. and, and they mm -hmm. help with their friends mm -hmm. in that to, mm -hmm. to introduce the Indian culture mm -hmm. to non-Indian people. And, right. and I think we all, like everybody else, we all want to have a little bit of guides. And that's one mm -hmm. of the things I really like about mm -hmm. the festival at the end of the parade and things mm -hmm. that you you allow us into your culture, whether it be with food, mm -hmm. and you see the music, mm -hmm. you bring in a really top-notch performer. Oh, right, yeah. That yeah. just opens up our mm -hmm. world of, oh my gosh, look at this. And I, I think it's it's a wonderful yeah, gift seeing, to the community. Right, I mean, I'm, thank you. And I think that's what, and this is a big effort. Yes. We have hundreds of volunteers, they get together. They work year-round to make this happen. I'm just fortunate enough to lead and uh, come up with this to, to uh, get things together. But I have an army of volunteers who are helping me and working with, with this initiative. Well, and, and I appreciate that. But you also, with, with the uh, Indian Outreach Organization, you're not just doing that festival and that parade. You mm. do so much more. Yes. Uh, let me just give yeah. you a few highlights of what we do. So India Day is education and culture. But our prime thing has been education. How do we really get to the uh, issues? How do we s help people solve their issues? As any, as in, at any place, when community grows, so do some of the problems. Mm -hmm. they, may, they may be hesitant to come out and discuss and talk about them. Mm -hmm. So we don't want them to, carry, to be carried within themselves. We are trying to reach out to them. We are organizing forums, seminars, one-on-one -on -one discussions on how, do, how can they deal with the uh, issues, whether they are personal, civic, social, or even business related. We have created such a strong program where people go out and help these people. Uh, we, we have resources from the city, we connect them with the city. So if they need any help from the city or the police or anywhere else, they, they, they are, uh, I mean, we are fortunate to be able to connect them to the right places. So that is one thing, we are, we are helping our students to, uh, by giving scholarships, we are working with the program for empowerment, where physical as well as emotional, as we see, uh, uh, as community grow again, and uh, uh, there is hype, there is a lot of pressure on our youngsters mm -hmm. uh, to be successful. So while doing that, there are emotional issues, so we're trying to deal with them as well. So multiple things, all year round, we have been working around to the, uh, with our community. Well, and I think, it, I think it's wonderful mm -hmm. because you've, given, you've created a place where, where everybody can come and, and get, get you know, a lot of information, whether they need help or they just want to learn more. And mm -hmm. that's, it's a, you know, whether mm -hmm. you know, Caucasian or Indian, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great resource. Mm -hmm. And well, and, and the biggest thing, other way we have done is we have, uh, I think, and uh, I was talking to Mayor the other day, and uh, uh, people do agree that we have 
been able to help Naperville from the economic standpoint by bringing a lot of businesses to come and work in Naperville. So it is a win-win situation. And a lot of people are serving on our city boards now. I mean, right. I personally have been on the Planning Commission for a long time, but there are many other, uh, my colleagues, my friends, uh, people from general community who are serving on many uh, city boards. They're working with the school. Uh, uh, the, we got the Natasha elected on the school, school board. board. Yeah. And we have other people working with the city, um, school and city organizations. So I mean, I think uh, has been a great run. It has been mm. a great thing. And just mm. think that mm. you know, it started with you arriving here in Naperville many years ago. So Krishna, thank you so much for coming in, sharing a little bit of your story. Mm. Thank you for what you do. It, it is mm. a big ser a service to the community. You have really been that, that bridge, and I well, appreciate I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I, I'm able to play some role, and I do feel fortunate that so many people who come out and help. So, right, well, it, it takes a, a leader some time to say, come join mm. me, and, and you're that leader. So thank you so much. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for watching Naperville Notables. I'm Liz Spencer.